1: Though I would call tonight's episode clean, I will say that tonight's story contains humor best suited for married couples, okay? Nothing out of line, but if you're a child uh, 14 and under, I would say skip this one. Peace. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out today at DrawYouAPicture.com. Also brought to you by GoToMyPC.com. We got that right this week. And GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name.
2: He'll take me to Panera Bread and have a craft class with me. I'll have a room with pink bat spread. How better can a father be? I'll have a half birthday party I'll have a princess chair and a we. I'll have lights lit into the Christmas tree I'll have the best there ever will be Yes, I know I'm Asian Well, heck, he is Caucasian I wish James was my dad That would be so rad Please adopt me, James, before I turn eighteen in December. I'm a far to call me names. I'm English major remember No need to worry about education I already got into Duke University. No need to worry about the transition and all that crap ha ha but puberty. Yes, I know I'm Asian. Well, heck, he is Caucasian. I wish James was my dad. That would be so rad. I wish James was my dad. That would be so rad. I got a bad feeling about this.
3: Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how you doing
1: out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode number 13, brought to you the week of July 23rd. I'm your host. My name is James. And I am the one that you need to think about the most, between all three of us, Um I I have some very special people, some of the old people and some of the new people to introduce you to today. John Steinklauber is not with us today because he is dead to us, to us, not dead in real life. But I do want to go ahead and bring in uh, right there from America's Hat, none other than the famous Trevor. Trevor, how are you doing this evening?
0: I'm doing good, but did you just say this was episode 13? No, I said 115. I'm pretty sure you said it was episode 13, dude.
1: I don't know. I may have, and if I did, then I will go back in time and and delete episode 13 and put this one in its place. It will become one of the legendary episodes, one of the first 14 or 15. But before I get to talking to you too much, you're you're in the third chair. We've we've demoted you because we have uh, we have the awesome and wonderful uh, Miss Sonya uh trevor's (laughs) wife welcome to the show sonia
3: thank you thank you thank you very much
1: and uh i i i congratulate you uh trevor for having an awesome wife and sonia you have my sympathies (laughs)
0: because she's patient i only have
1: to deal with it once a week i cannot imagine what you and your children go through so (laughs) my prayers and my heart go out to you and yours so
0: See, this is why I take this special p- time each week to spend with James. So I, because I, I just don't get this on a day-to-day basis. No. I need you know, weekly abuse.
3: You know, what? I don't abuse you enough. <laughs> God, all you had to do is tell me it's okay.
1: All right. Yeah, I can start sending you material if you need any. The listeners, perfect. Are, the listeners are more than happy to contribute, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, Welcome to Nobody's Listening. We've been wanting to make this happen for a while, and uh, we were just waiting for John to drop off the edge of the earth and and get a real co-host in here, so uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) We always start with an opening story, and this one comes to us from Jeremy in Greenfield, um, MA. What is that, Massachusetts? Y'all don't know. It's Christmas morning, (laughs) and I was uh, four or five years old. My second oldest brother and I... Uh, got one of those straight, foot long, inch thick candy canes in our stockings. I know, I know, I remember those. Uh, maybe my sisters got some of those one year, and that was the same year that Big Daddy Kane was on the radio. You guys, y'all know, he was a
0: rapper. And
1: so we walked around. We we
0: do have, (laughs) music does go across the border on occasion. Oh, cool,
1: cool. Uh, Well, anyway, I didn't know how obscure this musician was, but we walked around with our Big Daddy Canes that year. It was just funny. But anyway, he says, my brother, we'll call him Cletus, was playing with one of my presents. I can't remember which one it was, but it made me mad because I wanted it. So I took my aforementioned candy cane, I broke it in half over his head. (laughs) (laughs) My parents then informed me that I was going to get spanked for this infraction. My grandmother immediately turned into my defense attorney and made up this rule that you can't spank your kids on Christmas. But to no avail. I guess there was no precedent for her objection. Thanks for trying, Grandma Jeremy. And, And I read that mostly because I think that's an awesome rule. I think it should be part of the GOK, the Gospel of Kennison, that you can't spank your kids on Christmas. What do you guys think?
0: That opens up the door like way too... too it's too, too an unsaid
1: things. rule. I don't think kids should know it exists because, yeah, they would take advantage, but it does seem wrong to spank your kids on <laughs> Jesus' birthday. Like, they're
3: not Jesus, so what difference does it matter?
1: True, true.
3: They need a, they need a good swift kick, okay.
1: Beat them. <laughs> beat them. Make it the last present. The last present <laughs> is a rick-rack paddle. They open it up and they're like, ah, crap! <laughs> Bend well, over.
3: <laughs> next thing you know you'll be telling me that i can't do it on sundays
1: well yeah yeah, yeah we're sounding like catholics now uh different yeah. subject anyway uh
3: <laughs> this
1: episode is sponsored as all of ours are by go to my pc uh, all your important files are on your office computer. Don't you know that? You need me to tell you if you didn't. Uh, to work from home while traveling or anywhere else, you need to have uh, copies on your CD. You got to email documents to your home. You got to sync up your laptop. Uh, you know what a hassle. Uh, your, your solution is very simple though. Go to, go to my PC brought to you by Citrix. It's the easy and secure way to access your computer for every, from anywhere. Try go to my PC free right now for 30 days. Visit go to my PC.com slash podcast. Again, that's go to my com slash podcast for a free 30 day trial. We're also brought to you today by Keith Techlitz, uh, Carrillo, and Dean, our eternal sponsors. Thank you so much, guys, for what you do. If you'd like to become a sponsor, uh, it, it's not a real hard. You just go to NLCast.com, click on Sponsor a Show. For five bucks, you can uh, sponsor a show of your choice. Now, I would like to ask all the rest of you cheapskates out there that have been just freeloading for all these years, um, a dollar a show. You know, once a month, drop a fiver or a 4 in the old uh paypal that would be awesome all you middle you schoolers take the- what <laughs> yeah. do i take-, take loonies 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 i don't even know what that is is that's it a, a is it a cartoon canadian
3: that's a canadian dollar
0: oh it's called a loon
3: it's called a looney
0: wow it has a picture of a loon on it seriously
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: send me one just for kicks
0: that would be awesome do you, do you do you know what our our two dollar coin is called you have one Yes? That's like Antichrist stuff
1: right there. What's up? <laughs> it's called a Toonie. A Toonie? See, that just sounds cool. I want a band named Toonie. <laughs> or at least a grandchild that did I, did I nicknamed Uh Hey, uh, guess what? It's time for this.
0: Weekly. You shut your mouth! Okay, we can do that. <clears throat> update. It's
1: time for weekly updates. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show, does she? <laughs>
0: No, no, she doesn't, so uh, she's experiencing this all I love fresh it. and new. <laughs> I, I think
1: it's awesome, because I, you know, I'm tired of all, I hate our show, so this is awesome. Um, it's, it's believe it or not, listeners, and uh, Trevor, you may, not, you may have forgotten this, the last three episodes were recorded at one time. We didn't want to tell you before, but now we're coming clean,
0: and oh, so... We're going to keep that as a secret, dude. Uh,
3: I knew. <laughs>
1: It's too late now. The loonies and toonies all know. But uh, I uh, I was I was at camp. I was going to be gone, and then John was going to be gone, and blah, blah, I wasn't going to be able to do shows, so we did them all at one time. That's why the shows, I think it's 11, 14, 13, to 12, 12, 13, 14, progressively get sillier and sillier as you go along. And oh, yeah. uh, But anyway, while I was at camp, I got the opportunity to go jet skiing for the first time. In my life. And it was so stinking fun. It was awesome. I sounded like my mom. And in case... It's been a while since I've done my mom, uh, her voice. But I'm able to do it perfectly. I was jumping those waves. And I was going... (laughs) 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 And I didn't care who heard me. Because I was (laughs) having a blast. (sighs) I was doing like turns and stuff. And I was getting all (coughs) jumping waves and stuff. It was awesome. Um... But I had a bud out there, a guy, a buddy, and he was on his jet ski and we were doing stuff and, and doing flips and junk and he was wiping out all the place, just falling off of it. And I was kind of like thinking I was cool because I hadn't fallen off at all, even though I was doing some pretty crazy stuff. And so I, I stopped next to him to tell him, not in that way, but just be like, hey, I was like, you falling off, don't feel stupid, don't feel dumb because, you know... You you don't look stupid getting back up on there like you think you do. You know, just kind of supporting him because he'd been so dumb and fallen off so many times. And uh, anyway, long story short, as we're sitting there bobbing in the waves, uh, all of a sudden I could just feel that I was going over. I, I was just falling. And so I looked at him and I just said, here I go. And I fell right on over. Not even in a blaze of glory. You know, not wiping out, flying all over the place. I just was sitting there and then fell right over. It took me 700 years to get back on the back of this thing. Um, I finally did manage to do it. It's just this weird thing. It's hard for fat people to do. And uh, But once I did get back on there, I'm cutting up and doing all this kind of stuff. And then I stopped for a minute because I dropped my hat. And why I was wearing a hat on a jet ski, I don't know, but I was. And uh, same thing. I stopped, I, 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 I should have known better, but I stopped, and I fell over, and I just, for the life of me, 20 minutes go by, I can't get back up on this thing. I've, I've skinned up my knees, bruised my shins. I mean, even now, uh, a week and a half later, I can still, my shins are still very sensitive. Um, I told you all that to tell you this. I'm bobbing in the water, okay? I'm trying to look un. Emergencified, I, I guess that's the word. <laughs> I didn't want that's anybody cool. to take pity on me and think I was dying. So I kept waving at people as they're going by in their boats. Like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just taking a dip, hoping there's no big, giant, you know, prime primeval, uh, uh, you know, flounders down there that want to eat my toes. Cause this I was is, getting
0: hot, right, so I decided to take a dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not really fat. You can't see anything but from my mouth up, but I'm not a fat guy that just can't get out of the water. Uh, so anyway, um, a few minutes later, a different kind of boat comes by. It is a policeman. I didn't know there were policemen on the water. But uh, he. I'm trying to wave him off, like, yeah, I'll see you later, even though desperately I wanted help. And he stops, and he's like, hey, you doing okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I, I fell off, can't get back up. He's like, I, was like uh, I really would like some help. So dude, this stupid, I mean, me stupid, not him, but... He, uh, he pulled this massive boat up next to me and, and steadied the thing, and I'm trying to get up and finally did. And I'm like, dude, I feel so stupid. I am not drunk. I'm just overweight, and I can't get up on this dumb thing. And he goes, don't feel too bad. It happens more often than you think. And um, and meanwhile, you know, we're talking and stuff, just kind of catching up, I I'm telling him how it just got... The, anyway, the my buddy's like a mile off looking at me. I can just tell he's just a dot on the horizon, And I'm like, yeah, he probably thinks I'm being arrested or something. And sure enough, he did. I'm like, well, thanks for coming to my rescue, bud, you know.
3: (laughs) Guilty by association. He wants nothing to do with you, man. (laughs) Well, I I
1: quickly made my way back to the dock, and I've never jet-skied again, because I was like, what are the chances? You know, first of all, the law had to come and bail me out, literally. (laughs) And then second, you know, what are the chances of ever getting that help again? So. My, uh, that was my, uh, that was my jet ski experience right there. And that's it. I see. <laughs> so I see you guys have about 13, so get to it.
0: It's been a long, well, see, I just figured I'd put them <laughs> down there and then if whatever I don't get to, oh, it, okay. to happen, then, you know, next week. You know, right. So I don't have a fail like I did in one thirteen there where I had absolutely nothing to say. I
1: feel you. I feel you. <laughs>
0: Uh so um this one actually it, it kind of ties into uh one I told a while back where um if listeners remember there was a incident where a can had lodged itself underneath the uh the gas pedal on my van <laughs> while I was driving and I was and and I had proven my manly ability to handle a crisis situation without any sort of it- she's not helping <laughs> Without any sort of help, what you know, I was I could handle a situation. Well, <laughs> well the other day, I proved once again that my <coughs> my crisis management skills may be slightly lacking. <laughs> my my lovely. Wife, I get the feeling that everything you're saying is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> my my lovely beautiful supportive wife here was sitting there feeding our our youngest daughter she 's sitting in her high chair and uh she's feeding her um, feeding her supper and I was kind of behind her so um so Mackenzie was blocked. I saw Sonia and then Mackenzie was behind her kind of thing and I looked over and i 'm probably a good ten feet away kind of thing and I looked over Sonia had you know reached over to the table to get the next bit of food, so she wasn't watching Kenzie. And somehow uh, a steak knife had gotten too close to the edge of the table, and my three-year-old daughter had grabbed the steak knife. So I look over and I see my daughter with this with a sharp knife in her hand. And anything at this point in time would have been a perfect thing to say, you know, you know, you know, Sonya, get the knife, or wow, holy, or, Anything would have been better than what I did say holy holy what Trevor no no it, what I did say was holy, I was holy Mother, calm, holy mother of calm, Jesus yeah with a calm look on my face and said why does she have a knife and that's all I could come up with so my daughter is is, is in perilous danger and all I can say is hey she's got a knife. Well, that's odd. <laughs> and and stand there flat footed, not doing anything to prevent the situation from happening. So uh, crisis um, aversion skills fail. So
3: is, oh,
1: yeah. is it because is it because your uh, healthcare system is so easy and free that you guys are a little more lax with the whole safety thing? Yeah, if she cuts no. off a finger. It's not going to cost us jack squat to get its own back on. Cause I just want to know because they're trying to do the same thing here. And I'm just no, wondering.
3: no, it's cause my it's cause my husband continually have has masses massive brain farts
1: <laughs> in the most
3: inconvenient times.
1: <laughs> hey, Why where, has she got a knife?
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Five five seconds later, why is that knife in my hand? <laughs> I'm sorry, through my hand. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. what's,
1: what's happening? Why am I getting stitches right about now? You know.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. There seems to be something sticking out of your head.
0: <laughs> Why is that deer on the, on the ski slope pooping?
3: <laughs>
1: hey, speaking of which, uh, Eleanor called. You, uh, let me let me play this real quick. Hello, this is Eleanor, and you're
4: listening to nobody's listening. Now I'm gonna do my deer call, and then I'm gonna barf all over the deer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Eleanor, you are officially
2: one of the many tools of the devil. Oh no! That's right. It is
1: time for the LBB of the week. Uh, it says here that Trevor and Sonia have the LBB going. So, uh, what do you guys got?
0: Well, I I had just uh, I just thought that uh, an experience that my wife actually had the <laughs> Uh, a couple days ago would have been a good, very good LDB for the uh, the people who do the uh, construction planning mm. uh, in the city. Um, would you like to take it from here, honey?
3: <laughs>
0: Keeping Wait. in mind, this is a clean podcast and you're not allowed to swear.
3: Right, right. <laughs> Keep that, I need a big post-it note on the screen right You You now. can make up your own words though. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had an appointment that was uh about forty five minutes away from home. And uh had coming back from had gone and gotten a massage. And so I leave the the uh and leave the place and I'm on the road and I'm heading home and, and to get home we gotta take the deer foot, which is uh the one. It's, 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 a, it's, a, a, it's a six lane intercity highway.
1: Named yeah. after a deer.
3: Okay, <laughs> just yeah, just okay. stick with. I us. didn't do it. I'm not from here. I just, I just work with what I got. <laughs> yeah, here you go. So I'm 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 coming down. I'm gonna hook onto the deer foot. Okay, I'm I'm on the. deer. Are you foot saying going, deer fart? Deer foot. D D E R. Good F-O- lord. I, chat
1: <laughs> chat room. Am I alone in that thinking she was saying the deer fart? I don't know what that word means up there. We, okay they they say they they yeah okay i'm sorry i will not interrupt you any further you are on the, deer foot,
3: the six, six lane he deer lied. foot six six deer fork no deer foot <laughs> deer fork <laughs> anyway i get on the deer foot and i get like just down the road and traffic stops the place is a parking lot three lanes of traffic stopped it mm. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good. It's like 28 degrees outside. I have a quarter of a tank of gas. I can't turn on my air conditioning because that'll eat my gas up faster. Right, right. God only knows when I'm going to get out of this. And so I'm putting along thinking, okay, I'll get off at the next exit. Yeah, no, it was close. I'm I'm not quite sure why, but it it just kind of was. And so I'm kind of going, okay and get my way back into traffic and we're putting down the road and 45 minutes later I get to the next exit well I'll take this one well no that one's closed too Uh, and so I'm like okay now, now, now pray to God I don't run out of gas and I don't die of dehydration in this heat that I'm now suffering. You ready to freaking die, doo doo head Um, I could see the waves of it coming off the cars in front of me. It was just—it's just like in the pictures, all those squiggly lines. <laughs> it looks just like that, man. And, and, and so I'm cruising. Like the third exit comes up. Okay, no, I can't get off of that one either. I felt like a a, a rat stuck in a maze. Wow. There was no way out. <laughs> They wouldn't let me go. Well, I
0: mean it, I mean think about this. Take any of your major cities that has, you know, at least a million people in it. You take your major through fair and then at rush hour you should have everybody on it. Yeah. And, and then allow them no way to get off of it.
1: Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> like, the that's the problem with deer farts. I mean once they get you <laughs> once they get you there they don't want to let you go. Otherwise, why why have a deer farting anyway? Eleanor should be here to tell us all about that. But <laughs> I don't know your strange ways. I don't judge. I accept your culture, but I do think that's a, a mite strange. Just a, just a bit. But Thank you for sharing. So LBBs are people that plan road construction. I agree. They're quick too, dude. I, I, I went to the church Wednesday night, and afterwards I come back and my road is split in half with all these big old traffic cones and stuff. Kansas City is so bad about road construction that they have made a character out of a out of a pylon, like those like those plastic barrels that stack on each other, and it mm-hmm. talks to us on on road signs. It's like I'm the sign that I'm a symbol that everything's getting better on the roads. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm construction-y. am I'm your friend. Well, no. yeah, I mean, it sounds it's like Ernie and Bert,
1: you know, like I, I guess they I think we've been raised on that stuff, and so if you make a character out of whatever's annoying you. It's all of a sudden cute and fuzzy and awesome, but it doesn't really work that way. Uh, Tuba Girl sent in a uh, LVB. It's a pretty good one. This is Tuba Girl from Forums. I work at a cashier at Panera during the summer, which I usually enjoy because I love working with lots of different people and different kinds of bread. I added that part. <laughs> However, a few weeks ago, I was quite annoyed with the antics of two customers. One woman came in and began to order her lunch when another woman stormed in behind her, screaming about how the first lady had almost hit her in the parking lot. Something to effect effective. You were so anxious to get your lunch that you needed to run me over? That is just so rude. You must really have a sad life, and etc. If this wasn't awkward enough, the first lady, who ordered I was taking, started cursing and screaming at the other woman, saying, Well, if you're stupid enough, blinkety-blank, to be running in the middle of the road with cars coming, you deserve to get hit, followed by a stream of curses that I prefer not to repeat. After a long argument that I believe, uh... Almost came to full-on physical fighting, the second woman stormed out, obviously infuriated, without buying anything, and I continued to take the first woman's order, feeling extremely awkward. I know there's an LBB in here somewhere, but I can't figure out for the life of me which woman it is. The first woman's loud and obnoxious use of foul language in a pu- public place, plus her attempt to run over the second woman, and her insistence on being including me in the argument by attempting to continue her order... While fighting with this woman all seemed to make her the LBB, but I can't help but think about the second lady, the woman who came into Panera solely for the purpose of picking a fight with the with the car lady, and I actually interrupted her in the middle of her order. I think uh, I might have two LBBs at Panera that day, to be honest. Anyway, it ruined my day, because Panera Bread customers are generally happy human beings. I usually enjoy working there. Uh, what do you guys think? Who's the LBB? Love the show. Keep doing what you're doing tuba girl, so everybody gets a vote I say that it's the car lady, not the uh, not the uh, parking lot lady
0: yeah, I uh, I second that, I think the vehic- attempted vehicular homicide outweighs cursing I think, so yeah, that's and uh, Sonia, what do you think?
3: yeah, run her over <laughs> <laughs> wow because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, if
1: somebody tried to run me over just because they wanted to pick two, I would come in <laughs> after him too I'd be like, I, I I would come in and I'd be like, you know, they don't get bread or an apple or chips. They're just, they're too hungry. No bread for
0: you. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you what. Uh, it's time for Dissa.
2: Who, me? <laughs> Who, me?
1: It's time for some middle school drama and boy do we have a lot of it. Hey James and Trevor, and person's name I can't remember. It's John. It's the it's like <laughs> Oh oh,
3: it's Sonya. Well
1: that's true today Did
3: he get but the memo? <laughs> didn't you give him the memo?
1: <laughs> they can't remember John's name. John. Okay, it's like the most popular name in the universe besides Muhammad, which is actually the most popular name in the world. But uh, hey, James and Trevor and person's name I can't remember. I was re- oh wait, I gotta get my middle school voice on. I was re-listening to the hundredth episode, and it reminded me of a story that happened between my sister and I. We were at a hospital visiting somebody, and my mom gave her and I some money. We walked down the hall, and I was looking for some sick people to buy. No, I'm kidding. I made that up. <laughs> um, we walked down the hall, and I was looking for. A vending machine my sister is known for quote saying things so i left her at a bench and walked to the receptionist i asked her and she tells me the way and i say thank you thank you for all this detail i love middle schoolers um oh, yeah and then i noticed that there was a floor and so i walked on it i see something shiny and it interests me man trevor this is like your clone all of a sudden i hear why are you so fat? In my sister's high-pitched voice. I turn around and she's next to a, quote, big man. I rush over and apologize to the man. I'm sorry you're fat, who had turned red. I take her back to my mom and she stays while I get the candy. Hope it was funny. Amber on the forums. Yeah. How do you apologize to somebody who's fat? My daughter did that the other day. She's like, Dad, um, you're fat you're not that fat it's just your belly that makes you fat and i was like <laughs> great and i swore right there i was gonna lose weight well then later she comes back and she's like you're not f- or, 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 I no no it was the same conversation i said something in the effect of i can't do that because i'm fat and she goes no 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 she because she was talking about fat people she says you're not that fat there are different fats <laughs> And so she was very clear in letting me know. But anyway,
0: classification of fat, are you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't match up to a four and a half year old standard for fatherhood, I guess. But that's OK. Mike, uh, Mike, my, Mike my, my Cripps. Now you're going back to my childhood. I wore slims back then, not husky pants. Um, I bet they don't call them that anymore. Uh, Mike Cripps, a.k.a. Maul Maniac, says, I was listening to episode 110 in John's weekly update about a cake. I, too, have a story about a cake, so I will share my story about a cake. My friend Sharf used to bake a chocolate cake for every track meet. In retrospect, chocolate cake and running probably isn't the best combination, but we were stupid freshmen, and one of them okay. was a baker, apparently, from, from uh, what is it, uh, it, it was, Yeah, Mystery Science Theater. No, High School Musical. He bakes. Sharf li- left to use the bathroom, leaving about three quarters of the cake with the rest of us out on the track. That's so weird. Uh, a <laughs> few members of the throwing team walked over and saw the cake. No offense to every anyone on there, but quite a few of the members of the throwers are, quote, big guys. Why can't we just it's say the fat? Game going? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, someone told the guys about how Scarf made the cake for the entire team. Within 10 seconds, that three quarters of a cake was reduced to mere crumbs. After their feast, the throwers moved further up the bleachers. A minute or two later, Scarf returns and flipped out when he saw the destroyed cake. He was so angry, he actually made the throwers pay him back by forcing them to bake him brownies. Funny or not, that's the truth. Thanks for taking time to read this, James. Your fan, Mike. So, there you go, fat throwers. You're going to be making brownies from here till doomsday if you don't learn to control your eating habits. What's a yeah. thrower?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Javelin. They throw cakes. So.
1: <laughs> They're <laughs> a bunch of cake eaters. That's what they are. <laughs> All
0: right, yeah, well, they throw hammers or javelins or...
1: Well, apparently they are quote-unquote big guys. So... and they, <laughs> Their one superpower is they can reduce three-quarters of a cake to mere crumbs. So... Uh, Actually,
3: day, I could do that all by myself.
1: Yeah, I, I've, got, I've been proving that all week. My wife's birthday was finally celebrated a couple of weeks ago, and we got her an ice cream cake, and Lord God, they're out of town for a few days, and no, I was like, you know what? This thing's going to go bad before y'all get back, and so I've really been trying to help out by eating that thing before it disintegrates but uh we got one more uh middle school drama hey NLCast just wanted to share my embarrassing story with you guys so anyway when i was at school it was boring and i wasn't paying much attention to the teacher we were in in the period after we prayed and then i ran to my lunchbox saying finally so i hope you don't go to a public school otherwise you broke the law dun, so. dun, 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 dun. Ah, that boring teacher is gone what good does grammar do anyway, right? So we're hearing his thoughts here, I suppose. My classmates don't respond at all. Puzzled? No, no, he said that out loud. Let me restart. Finally, that boring teacher is gone. What good does grammar do anyway, right? My classmates don't respond at all. Puzzled, I turned and saw my teacher standing right behind me with anger in his eyes.
0: Uh, nothing worse than anger in your eyes, I tell you. You I'm ready to freaking that. die, <laughs> doo head? Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, so he's... He screamed at the top of his lungs, Navarro! Which I guess is his last name. I was probably scolded and had a huge sermon from my tutor. Hope you like the story. Keep up the good work, guys. DJ. That's Christian schools for you. Can't get away with nothing. Boo. They'll dock, they'll dock you. It's like, sorry, you're now in heaven for eternity minus one day. Booyah. That's how they get you. Hey, it's time for this, peoples. Featured
2: Story.
0: The
1: moment you've all been waiting for, the moment I've been waiting for for months and years, and uh, even before I knew Trevor, I was still waiting for this moment. Sonya's got a featured story that is going to finally, once and for all, apparently unleash the secret, the big secret being, what the heck is Trevor's last name? So I've been wondering, what in the world does that have to do with a story? So I'm looking forward to this. Sonya, the mic is yours. Take it away. What do you mean you don't
3: know Trevor's last name? I do. Oh, but you did. That's why I was here. You were supposed to tell me what his last name was. Oh, Crizzle. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know what his last name is. I, they didn't write that on the piece of paper they gave me. I know what it's not. I think it was the release form or something. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's actually Ratface. Trevor Ratface. That's, that's weird,
1: I know. So so, what is this? Give me the mystery. What is what is the deal?
0: What is the story? Uh, I, I don't. How do you even build up to something that's really not important or significant in the grand scheme of things at all? <laughs> but um, that's our show in a nutshell.
2: Ooh,
0: <laughs> nice. The um, <clears throat> the reason why my last name is not is is important to the story that my wife is going to tell uh, tonight is the fact that um, was the attire that I chose to wear at my wedding because I am of Scottish background. Ah. Uh, because my last name is Cameron. So I am actually second generation Scottish. My uh, dad's dad came over from Scotland, which is where my uh, my last name, my heritage, comes from. Which is, explains why I was wearing what I was wearing at my, uh, at my wedding. <laughs>
1: I just want to be the first to say I'm very disappointed in the connection between the story and your name. Because there, sure. there, no. there is no connection.
2: Well, well You haven't, you haven't you well,
3: heard the story no, yet. No, technically, there is. Oh, good. Because, because of his Scottish background, we decided that we were going to have a... Uh, what would you say? It was a, a medieval-style Celtic Celtics. wedding cool. kind of thing. Um, I was in a, a medieval-style wedding gown. Something you'd see off of, I don't know, Lord of the Rings kind of. Sweet. Thing. Was there metal involved? No. <laughs> I mean, it I mean, later. I mean, like
1: heavy metal. You told
3: I'm... me this was a clean podcast. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Stay on track, buddy. Stay focused. Come I want... on. I
1: wanted an arm suit of armor involved somehow. That's all.
3: Well, no. Okay. No, that came later. On the honeymoon.
1: <laughs>
3: Keep it clean.
1: <laughs> so far, so good.
3: So far so good. So anyway, um, I'm in a middle evil style wedding gown, and he is in full Prince Charlie uh, attire.
0: Not Princess Charlie.
3: Not Princess Charlie. <laughs> okay. He's very dashing, and I wish he could find a picture to so you could see, but he was very stunning, looked like a little miniature Highlander. It was it was Aww. awesome. Aww. Yeah. And and so this was this was the style of, of our wedding. Okay, so All day long, while I was getting ready for um, the wedding, everybody kept asking me, Sonia, what do you think Trevor's wearing under his kilt? (laughs) And I'd answer, I don't know, but I'll find out for you. Uh get back. (laughs) <laughs> and so this was the run. everybody was asking me people were calling me from Nova Scotia wishing us a happy day. So what do you think he's going to wear under his kilt? I don't know. I'll find out. Give me a break. Everybody's got here. the same
1: jokes, don't they?
3: <laughs> I, you know, it's so sad. It's so sad. So it's all here. Okay, we're, I'm I'm all ready. We're on our way in to the um, to the wedding. And, and so I'm thinking, okay, when am I going to take it off? When, when am I going to be able to find out why he's wearing under his kilt? I had a pretty good idea, but I definitely wanted to check because all these people were asking, man. It was up to me to find out, right? So I I'm thinking, okay, after the wedding, okay, then we got pictures, okay. Maybe in the car between the wedding and the pictures or between pictures and the and the reception. and Okay, but somewhere in the car. So, okay. So this is what I got in my head. So the wedding comes and everybody's there. We had it in, a, in an indoor atrium called Devonian Gardens. Mm. Um it had a waterfall and it had a little river in it with some great big huge koi fish and lots of trees and flowers and birds and it's all indoors and it's great. Thirty people there, very quaint. Wedding goes on, we're saying our vows, all's good, the tears are flying, you could be yay. Okay. Time to sign the register. There's a little table set up off and to the side, um in front of the waterfall for picture purposes, uh-huh. and we over there and sign the register. Okay, this is all good. My sister comes over and she signs, and Trevor's brother signs as witnesses, and then I sign, and he signs, and the photographers go and click-click happy, and it's all good. And then I realize, wow, the opportunity that I've been trying to plan for had arrived. <laughs> because I'm sitting at a table that is has a a full white tablecloth over it that goes down to the floor. So you can't see anything below my, well, midsection down because the tablecloth is hiding it. Oh, gosh. The (laughs) sleeves on my dress at my wrist are about two feet long. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. And Trevor's wearing a kilt. (laughs) He's standing behind the table, as a matter of fact. He's kind of bent over the table to sign the register mm. as we're having pictures taken in front of 30 people
0: yes i'm standing behind her at this point kind of with you know one hand on her right, shoulder right. Kind of signing type thing okay
3: so. so yes in one of these pictures he's bent over and kind of bent over the table to sign the register and my left hand he's standing on the left side of me my left hand is down by my side and so I just reach out with my fingers <laughs> and and stroke the back of his leg by his knee.
0: She's doing it now, by the way.
3: <laughs> it, just helps, it just helps tell the story a little bit. Yeah. And so he kind of looks back at me and he kind of smiles and I'm like, hey, yeah, okay. <laughs> and so then I slowly start moving my hand up the oh back. Gosh. Of his do I do I just need to go and leave you two alone in the show? No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's a clean podcast, remember? Yeah. <laughs> He then turns around to me as I got my hand about halfway up the back of his thigh. Turns around with me. Awesome. Awesome display of ventriloquism. Let me tell you. His lips never moved because he was too busy smiling at the photographer. As he says to me with this. Oh, clenched
0: teeth. (laughs)
3: Oh, his teeth were clenched. And this grin was glued to his face. And he says, Honey. What do you think you're doing? (laughs) And I'm like, well, apparently I'm answering a few questions. And so, my hand makes its way up to its destination as the pitchers are going, and Trevor's having like a herniated, like I don't know, he's gonna have a heart attack here. Well, because keep in mind, I mean, this is in
0: front of all my both of our parents and all this good stuff, and I, what am I gonna do? And the Lord. In the middle, in the middle of this big public place. I mean, you know, we had our, you know, we were in a, a sheltered area type thing, so it was fine. But it was,
3: it was, we were standing in front of 30 people who were looking at us at the time. Um, it's not like we were hiding in a corner. And so anyway, this is all going over very well. I'm chuckling to myself because I'm getting away with it, and they don't have a clue as to what's going on.
1: Oh yeah, I did. To- they did.
3: To-
2: they know to- you.
1: Your family knows you. Know, you. They know what they you had, was doing back there. They was looking they for that no look idea. on his face. They did, too. <laughs> Trevor's eyes got big, and they're like, oh, Sonia. They're just rolling around.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they had no idea. Mm-hmm. Trevor, in the meantime, he's freaking out. He's freaking right out. And so I'm chuckling at this. Now, here I'm thinking that we are in a secluded little area that there's nothing, nobody behind us that could see what was going on because the front was all blocked off. The perfect crime, if the you perfect will. perfect crime. <laughs> Until I look over my left shoulder oh, crap. and on the other side of this little river thing with all these really big white fish in it, there's a lady and a man standing there watching us <laughs> back on and laughing their full heads off as they're taking pictures oh, too.
2: Oh, gosh.
3: <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> It's, this, uh, it's this a
0: Chinese is wrong couple of these Chinese tourist couple yeah. <laughs> just sitting there oh' looking at the you know the beautiful sights and stuff like ooh, look at that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh look a wedding. Oh how nice. Oh look what she's doing. This must be what they do in their country. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time we actually were done the wedding,
1: you had, you had already their- consummated it right there on the stage. <laughs> it was awesome.
3: Almost. It was close, man. It was close. Uh, but after the wedding was over and before we had even left, I was able to answer everybody's question. <laughs> <laughs> they were still very uncertain as to how I was known. the answer to that question. because yeah. It's X-ray and- vision, really. Just- <laughs> well, now you see. And, and the pictures, one of the pictures that the, phrod- the photographer took, if you were to look at it very closely and follow the sleeve of my arm, you could actually determine where my hand was. But you need to look really close to see it.
0: I'll try to dig up that. I'll, I'll dig up that picture. No, you know what? I'm good. I, I gotta say,
1: I'm okay. I've got. Oh, come on. it's a beautiful picture. It can't improve the on the middle picture. so unique. <laughs>
0: You can see, see the love in my eye. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah,
1: that's, that's probably a main reason why instead of, I've never heard of this registry thing. So instead of that, down here we do our communion. And I think that's probably why. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> it's kind
1: of hard to, to go for it when you're eating the body and blood of Christ. So there it is. But <laughs> I'm so, I am so, I believe this is like the first time I saw the Temple of Doom. That movie scarred me a little bit. And I think this story did too. <laughs> uh, it's just this image of 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 Trevor, who I imagine is hairy, only because most guys with kilts have to be hairy to pull it off. And that just He's scares me.
3: Like my little hobbit. <laughs> you should see his feet; they look just like a hobbit's foot. Oh my gosh! My doctor, when I told the family doctor that, he laughed at me and agreed too. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. He's my little hobbit, man. He's only like five foot. What? Two? He's three? Dark. oh my goodness you drank the the water from the ants didn't (laughs) you
0: I'm Mary (laughs) oh my gosh dude
1: (laughs) Uh, well thank you for sharing that story I'm not sure if it'll make it in the final show but uh, it was a good effort
3: <laughs> people not the, many people say they got away with that on their wedding day. Yeah,
1: I uh, I think you've got day, most people
0: yes. beat. Wedding it, it, just after the vows, not so much.
1: I just want to see Trevor's signature where he's writing his name, and all of a sudden there's this big jerk of the pen that goes <laughs> there was, across the page.
2: <laughs> it's like zing.
1: <laughs> what are you doing? So, uh-huh.
3: What do you think you're doing? Nothing, honey. I'm just answering a few Well, we,
1: we know yeah. what he had on underneath. You don't even have to answer. He had another skirt. <laughs> Story is he over. <laughs> Thank
2: you for calling. <laughs> All
1: right, dadgummit people. Uh, a few weeks ago, I had, uh, I walked up on some people in my weekly update, and they were talking about, uh, the, the, the I walked up on the punchline of a joke that I didn't hear, and it was the punchline was, I, don't, I wouldn't want that dog. And I asked the listeners to come up with what the joke possibly could have been or the story that made these two guys laugh so hard since I didn't get to hear it or wasn't going to dare ask them what it was. Uh, We have a few people that sent in us uh, some of those and a lot of folks didn't put their name, unfortunately, so I can't give credit to everybody. But Joe Thomas said, There was a little boy who walked into a pet shop. A cute dog walks up to him. The boy bends down to pet him and the dog pounces on him and bites into his nose. The boy was slapping and crying, slamming the dog on the walls while he was hanging onto his nose. The boy finally passes out, and another person comes up to him and says, I wouldn't want that dog. Uh,
3: Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want that dog either.
1: No, I wouldn't either. Let's see. Uh, An old lady gets a dog as a gift from her son. The dog has three legs, is blind, has lung cancer, is deaf, and diabetes and epilepsy. She forgets. To get the dog its medication, the dog gets lost, the old lady tells her friend, an old guy, about her dog to see if he can help her find it, and the old guy says, I wouldn't want that dog. Okay. Moving yeah, right along. I don't think that was it. Uh, a, a small pet shop inside a mall started having trouble with people coming in and stealing dogs.
3: <laughs> That's not even possible. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised, honey. Really? How many dogs do you guys have? (laughs) None. (laughs) We have cats. Somebody Mm. stole them. Yeah.
1: We we sneak them into the pet shop. Um, They decided the only solution to the problem was to replace real dogs with fake-looking robot dogs. There you go. Uh, The robot... I mean, the customers never knew the difference. A boy named Joe came in and began looking for a dog with his mom. While they were looking, thieves at the pet shop came in and swiped a dog from their cage. They began walking out very smoothly, but the dog's head started shooting sparks, and a leg fell off. The thieves quickly dropped the dog and ran... Joe looks over his mom and says, I wouldn't want that dog. Okay, it's not that funny, but have a good show, guys. Laurel. Laurel, here you go. All right, so uh, moving right along.
0: Wait, actually, before we move on there, yeah, there was, there was one that somebody left in the comments on... You posted that actually up on the main site. Yeah. Uh, there was one that was in the comments there that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, it was apparently by somebody named Pat. Mm-hmm. It's like, guy number one, hey, did you watch that traveling pants movie? reference obviously to our uh, story the other time guy number two dude of course i did i have to confess that i was basically crying throughout the whole guy number one Shh, here comes james guy number one i wouldn't want that dog ah <laughs> guy number two Ooh, that was close <laughs> that's actually pretty good I thought uh, that was, I thought that- <laughs> yeah who was it pat it, they just left the pack okay
1: know? let me uh finish up because we're going to give somebody a sticker for this so a guy met a dog and then he took him to the vet and the vet said he had cancer and is deaf blind and diabetes two legs asthmatic and the guy said i wouldn't want that dog okay we already heard that one I mean, it's the same joke different guy mm-hmm. uh there were two gangsters they were they were kids i saw them hanging out in front of a 7-eleven they were just talking and stuff and i heard one of them say hey man uh, Tom got those things in his ears, and another replies, "Like, like those things that make big holes in your ears? Yeah, man, those things—they look bad. Yeah, I heard that when you take them out, they leave big ear loops. Oh, dude, if you want something caught in there, oh man, I would hurt. I wouldn't want that, dog." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, I got going. where
1: they're going, but the, they took um, a long way to get there. <laughs> <laughs> that was creative, at least I'll give them that one. So they get they get this. A sad trombone. Uh, let's do some more. This is uh, this is from Frubin. Uh, S-O-G Frubin. Hey, Trevor, James, and John, and Sonia. Uh, your friendly neighborhood Canadian here. That's right, neighborhood spell with a U. No, it's not. It
0: is. it is up here.
1: Well, that's fine. Last Saturday at church, or Sunday at church, we had a rather uh, amusing grammatical error in the bulletin. It was supposed to say, examining God's will. But instead... Someone had actually accidentally typed an I at the end of will, so the bulletin read as follows, <laughs> examining God's Willie. <laughs> Lord help us all. I was, a, I was a bit late to church that day, so when I sat down and opened the bulletin, the service had already commenced and the joke was already passed. The congregation was completely silenced when I noticed the slight error and I broke out laughing just before the associate pastor was about to pray. I walked briskly to the back of the door of the church, read his face as a cherry. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I didn't Blaine, AKA Frubin. That's good stuff. That's good stuff right there. Good
2: stuff,
1: man. Uh Paul writes in the the drunk Paul. Uh I'm gonna call that show. Well, actually, all I got to do his boy, I'm going to call that show. Well, actually, I just tried, and I keep getting a busy signal, so one time me and my friend Lucy, we was in a parking lot by a neighborhood swim pool and with fire on our mind. We decided to burn some things, and pine straw, hopefully, and leaves, hopefully, and plastic drink lids, and anything that burned. I actually started burning things using Axe Body Spray, because it wouldn't get me no women like in the commercials anyhow. <laughs> and I worked, it works really well. Unfortunately, I ran out of spray with only one last thought in play. To throw it into a fire. In my drunken stupor, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I threw it in the fire, and I pulled out another can of body spray to spray the fire higher. Fire higher. I say fire, you say higher. Fire! Arr. Fire! 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 You, you gotta work on that, boy. What? Anyway, Lucy continuously cautioned me to back away. And just let the fire do its thing. But I did not listen. I can I can stop anytime. The next thing I knew, a huge explosion went off. And the fire went out. My ears was ringing. I went back to the car freaking out. Lucy already started the car thinking we had woken up the whole neighborhood or something. Injuries resulted only in an arm being singed with hair. But that's about it. Let's just say I won't be doing that again. I actually have to do a video of this to prove it happened. Paul the Weekly Drunk. So thanks, Paul, for writing in.
3: I wouldn't want that, dog. Dirt! <laughs> 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 uh
1: Have you ever had something so cool happen to you that, when, uh, that you can't wait to tell somebody, but then you know when you do, it will inevitably end the story with, you just had to be there. Yeah, that's what just happened. So I guess that's where this email ends. Thanks. Rockstar Paul,
3: <laughs> thanks Rockstar Paul for Pre- figuring this out all yeah. on your own.
1: Yeah, and saving us time. That was a lot shorter yeah. than telling. Rockstar
0: so. Paul is a friend of the show, so you don't know.
1: So yeah, he he's he's welcome to Boris with anything at any time. Hi James, James Trevor. James, no. Yeah, hi James <laughs> Trevor and John. John, uh, first let me just say thanks for reading my story about the cleaning lady. It was awesome to hear you guys laugh. Well, here's my second story about that same cleaning lady. Let me start by telling you a little bit about her hair. Her hair is always a mess. And it's stuck all over. The hair is curly and thick and it reminds us of Medusa in Greek mythology. Most of us refer to her as Medusa between ourselves. Sorry, cleaning lady, but it's true. Okay, with that, the said the story starts with us working very quiet in our workshop. And you can hear a pin drop. The cleaning lady was emptying waste paper baskets from each workstation as usual. I happened to notice my new coworker looking around his bench. This usually meant he dropped something uh, very small. And his first reaction was to look in the waste paper basket because drop parts have a tendency of landing there. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Just as he looked down, the cleaning lady suddenly snatched the bag and and starts to walk away. He calmly calls after her. Now, keep in mind, this is a new guy. Medusa. <laughs> Half of us <laughs> looked up. <laughs> and we couldn't believe what we just heard. <laughs> after all. Um, it wasn't her name. It's just what we'd been calling her. By this time, she's, he is mad because he thought he thought she was ignoring him. Uh, so he said very loud, Medusa. Now everyone in the room is in shock. Our mouths dropped wide open. The cleaning lady stopped and turned around with one hand on her hip and said, Why are you yelling at me? My name is not Medusa. It's Marcella. <laughs> His face went from red to an embarrassed white. The room erupted with laughter. The cleaning lady took it in stride, and continued to work. Gary from Palm Harbor, Florida. So there you well, go.
0: See, now I'm thinking, like, that cleaning lady has really got to love her job, because after, if everybody remembers, like, that was the uh, the uh, the lady that he thought that the bag of garbage stunk, and it ended up being her, so she's, <laughs> and the hair messed up, like, she's got to get some serious abuse. She must either love that job, or need that job.
1: And I'm thinking it's, it's in the latter category. Uh, one more. Hey, James, John, and Princess Ratface. Nah, See, this is
0: what you've done to me, honey. Yeah. This
1: is...
3: Oh, I thought they were talking about me. No, no, this, no. Is, this is your legacy that you've left with
0: me. The le- <laughs> they you. loved to call him you princess.
1: You
3: me for a reason, honey, and apparently my brains were part of that deal. Oh.
1: Uh, I work with horses for a living. You know, the horses that just go around in circles at carnivals? Sorry. Well, we had a... We, <laughs> we, we,
0: <laughs> the ones with one broken leg? Yeah. Just the ones
1: that look like they've given up on life? <laughs> When kids <laughs> just love to ride? Well, we had gotten a new horse named Sid. Now, Sid was originally used in a rodeo, but he was getting old, so the owner sold him to us. It was my job to train the horse not to buck three year olds off his back. I had tied him up and was walking in circles with him. After a bit, Sid got tired of walking and tried to walk away. I tried to keep him going, but he started getting really agitated. I tried to reach up and pet his head to calm him down. Sid clomped right down on my arm. I screamed and screamed, and another trainer uh, pulled Sid off me and took him away. I went to the ER and learned that Sid had broken every bone below my elbow. It took seven weeks for my arm to heal. Thanks, Sid, from Cynthia. P.S. This is all a lie. My name is Jackie. I'm 13. Broke ya. (laughs) Uh, And you know what? When I read this the first time, she did totally break me. So, uh, you get... uh, That's right. Congratulations. You not only broke me, you broke every listener of the show. So, good job. No more fake stories, people.
5: I I kill you! So...
1: (laughs) Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, That means it's time for us to get out of here. Um... Thank you, Sonia, for uh, for doing the show. Appreciate it.
2: Hey, I love it.
1: And uh, Trevor, thank you so much for bringing her on and and talking her into it. And uh, we're gonna uh, yeah,
0: getting us canceled.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Govers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record. Thanks to our contributors and everyone who listens. And remember, next time you tell a funny life story. Tell it like nobody's listening.
3: The NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at NLCast.com for features, forums, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. Hey, guys.
5: My uncle is my uncle's a general contractor, and he subs out projects and stuff to pe- to different people. And I have a cousin, and she married a guy who is a plumber, and he was doing some work for my uncle. Well, my uncle had some workers at the job site, and my, and my cousin's husband was there. So my uncle's guys were working and everything, and my cousin's husband, uh, we'll call him Nate for right now, he was singing through the walkie-talkies. He was yelling at the top of his lungs these songs and it was just like wow all the workers all the other workers that were working on the job site were just like dude shut up and finally the workers start complaining to my uncle and they're like dude get this guy to stop he won't stop singing and my uncle talks to nate and he's like dude you need to you need to chill out a little bit and not sing over the over the walkie-talkies and so Nate stops singing over the walkie-talkies. Well, he's working next to this guy, this other this other contractor. And Nate's all sitting there standing right by him, like talking right to him. He's right there, like an inch away or something. I mean, he kept, he just kept doing this. And finally, the guy just got fed up. And he's like, dude, back off. Don't stand so close to me, okay? And he, And he goes back to work. And so Nate, Nate leans in close again. And he starts singing, don't stand, don't <laughs> stand so close to me. And I mean, the guy just about had it. Well, hope you guys like the story. Comedy Rotten.
4: Hey, hey NLCast. It's uh, Michael Massek here. I just finished up listening to episode 114. And I just had to tell you a quick story about my uh, sleep talking episode. So, my wife had been married almost six years now. And when we first got married, the first week um, scared her to death because I would talk in my sleep all night long, but I'd be very animated. She'd wake up and I'd be leaning over her, staring at her with my eyes wide, saying crazy stuff like, where's the paperwork? But I'd be very adamant about it. I'd be very just demanding almost like, just where's the paperwork? And at first she would try to tell me, just go back to sleep, go back to sleep, or just even ignore me. But she said that unless she'd give me an, a real, well, not real, but a fake, but a real type of answer, like it's in the desk drawer or it's it's at work on your desk, that I wouldn't leave her alone. And I would do it until she'd give me an answer, and then I would just roll back over and go to sleep. And she said, I did this probably um, three times a week for the first, I don't know, several months, every week for the first several months, until finally she just got used to it. And she says the only time I wake her up now is that... um, If she doesn't respond or if she responds sleepily and I'm not really getting my answer or whatever. But yeah, used to freak her out. And then on a side note, I remember talking in my sleep when I would be like real small and uh, be like in my parents' bedroom or if we're all sharing a hotel room, like going family vacations. And I remember thinking after I woke up, oh crap, what did I say last night? Did I get myself in trouble? So anyway, that's my sleep talking story. I'll keep it up.
3: Find more great clean podcasts like this one at cleancasts.com.